that you're not. There's a lot of us out there, you know. That's why I decided that you needed a song to let you know that if you ever need anything, there are other ones out there that have your back. You did it, my friend. Even with them all in your ear and sounding sincere, you realized they kept you in fear when something was wrong. But nothing you just couldn't believe. But God will sacrifice himself with good intentions indeed. They told you don't look, but you knew there was more than this book. A whole world full of knowledge would take more than a look. And you read it all, Charles Darwin plus others involved. They helped you overstand the fact that your community wrong. Communion and all for a God is morally wrong. How could you sacrifice yourself for some people not born? Free as a bird, feel it when you relinquish the curse of never getting all the credit but put make-believe first out of the matrix ironic how it feels so amazing and you was taught your whole life this the gateway to satan don't believe it because i promise this the gateway to make it because you steady doing work while everybody else praying killing and shooting kamikaze and burning up witches so many religions everybody is burning up bridges in the name of what god when he acting like bitches the greatest being of all time requires begging and wishes ladies and gentlemen Welcome to the greatest goddamn show in the history of mankind. This is the Dusty Smith Show, and you are smart and also very sexy for joining me tonight. Can't believe it's been a decade since I released this banger. Cheers! You're an atheist. Me and John Rhymes, who uh, d- did not like me after this video, he could not fucking stand me. Uh, asked me to remove his name from the video, in fact. But anyway, that's another story for another day. Dusty is a dickhead, yo. I know you're shocked to hear that. Anyway, folks, how the fuck's everybody doing out there tonight? Love to the poors and uh, and the non-poors alike. Appreciate everybody fucking joining me. This is uh was wine, but I colored it, so it looks like it's fucking fruit punch. Logic, hell yeah! This is before I learned how to dance, so I'm a uh, less awkward now, slightly. Still very fucking awkward, but, uh, yeah. Didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I tried, folks! I tried with my Abercrombie and Fitch. My god, I'm such a fucking cringy douche. Anyway, hey! Hey, got a little baby doll joining us tonight. What's up? Like my voice, huh, Sweet Pea? As always, we have 10 cats in the audience, uh, surrounding us at all times. It makes everything super fucking fun and exciting. So cool! I'll go ahead and do a little e-bagging. Hey, if you like my show, please consider supporting my patron. Patreon.com for Uh There is a link in the description of this video. Didn't gain any this week. I don't know. What? Well, I don't know. Yeah, do the thing. Help me. Like, it all goes to good cause. You know, well, if you can chip in a dollar or two, that'd be great, you know. I'd appreciate it. Also, Super Chats. The like one of the shows, the Super Chats. Got a couple Super Chats already. Jango Fit, give me $2. What up? What up to you? Jango Fit and Luca Hayes. What's up, Luca? Gave me 17.99 pounds. I'm gonna take it to Pound Town for the fur babies and your weed fun, fucko. Play Tina's Wonderland if you haven't already. It's the best Borderlands game I've played yet. In my humble opinion, I own this game. I have played it. It is a good game. I enjoy it. Um, but here's the thing: I'm still addicted to fucking New World. I've been playing New World forever. I got like a at least 16, 1700 hours in New World. It's not an exaggeration. Uh, you guys might know, like, uh, 20 years ago, I used to be a professional gamer, and I played competitively, but I haven't played PvP competitively in, like, 20 years, and so I've been trying to get my uh, groove back playing New World, and goddammit, it's been really hard going. I've just been so down on myself because I suck so bad, but now I'm actually starting to get really fucking good at it, so it's fun. 
destroying other motherfuckers continuously. So anyway, let's do what the porters are saying in the chat before we start the show. It's all about the pussy. Hell yeah, I'm surrounded in it. Knee deep. Love you, Dusty. Love you, Robin Tomeo. Tomeo, Tomeo. I guess it doesn't matter. I used to bump in my Plymouth Neon. Hell yeah, decade ago, back in the day, motherfuckers. I remember this song, Dusty. I know, right? That was cool. We actually went to... Uh, this guy had a recording studio in his house. John Rhymes knew him. And he was like, he made Christian music. And he had no idea what the fuck we were doing. And so John Rhymes starts rapping this thing out. The guy just sits there and starts looking like, what the fuck is happening here? That guy could not get us out of his house fast enough. Uh, Stuart Durden, 1799. Pound, pound town for you, Stuart Durden. And Victoria Cunningham, what's up, Victoria? Yeah, you were having trouble with your chat last week. I'm sorry, I didn't notice until after the show. I go back after every show and I read everything you guys say. Uh, and then I cry. I cry myself to sleep because you're mean. Why are you so mean? Anyway, uh, hello from Iowa. What's up, Ray? That's my middle name. Ha <laughs> ha. More Jimmy Dore. <sighs> it's the establishment, Shat Labs. All right, that is my Jimmy Dore impression for today. Cool. All right, more super chats as the show goes on. If you want to, also hit the like button. It's the least you can do, especially you fucking pores. You dirty, dirty, sexy pores. Like the video, please. All right, cool. And uh, all right, one more. Urban Mosque. No clue why I watched MTG Trial. Uh, you spelled trail. I did the same thing. Trial and trail. They're so close together. And she was a snail trail everywhere she goes because she nasty too. So frustrating. I don't recall. I don't recall. I don't recall. Yeah, we were covering it. Don't spoil it, Urban Mosque. I'll take your $5, but you're spoiling the whole show. God damn it. Anyway, cool. All right, uh, I guess I'll, uh, I guess I'll keep that up. I'll just move it over here because I'm going to play it again at the end of the show if you guys want to hear the full thing. This whole video is available online somewhere. Uh, Choose Your Atheist, that's what it's called. If you guys want to hear that again. John Ryan wrote that, but I uh, I did the shit at the end. And I danced in it, so that's pretty cool. Alright, ooh, I was reading about New World because I'm addicted to this fucking game. Let me shut that down. Haha, <laughs> you didn't see that. Cool, alright. Going to start the show off as we usually do with a little religious bullshit. So, open your hell knows to page one. And going to do an abbreviated version this week. Here we go. Um, all right. I forgot the fucking words. <laughs> it's time for religious bullshit. And that was so hard. So hard to remember. You only do this fucking twice a week, every week, Dusty. Good job, dipshit. All right, cool. First off, all religious bullshit. <laughs> Folks, did you know? That if God wanted us to wear a mask, we'd have been born wearing mask. Says this dipshit wearing overalls. Huh? He doesn't the see it, folks. Mask. He doesn't see it. You know, he, he wasn't born wearing those overalls. Yet he's wearing them. Wasn't born wearing the t-shirt. Yet he's wearing them. But uh, flawless logic from this brainiac. The pro-mask mandate or the anti-mask mandate is still on the same premise that masks are a legitimate, credible, righteous, moral, ethical, justifiably legal thing for people to do. They're not, like, at all. Like, that's a non-starter. If God would have wanted us to wear a mask, he would have had Jaren come out of the womb and you come out of the womb with a, you know, with the mask on, a 3M mask on. We would have had a, what's that called? We would have had the, the we would have already had the masks. Amen. Amen! <laughs> Flawless logic! Hey, if God wanted us to wear glasses, we would have come out wearing glasses. Hey! God would have wanted us to fly in airplanes. We would have come out with like big airplanes strapped to our nutsacks. That's just Bible 101 for you guys. God damn it. So stupid in every possible way. But that's religion for you. And Jim Baker back, folks. 
And uh, did you guys know that in the United States right now, preachers all over the country are being murdered, shot right in the pulpit? I know you don't know that because you haven't heard it and the news is not showing it, but it's got to be true because uh, Jim Baker said so. And this dude is really trustworthy. They call it don't say gay and it's not true it's not even in no, the no. It oh, don't even get us started on all this jim well yes no, no, no i'm asking i'm asking the woman <laughs> of wisdom here of what to do because i get fought on every hand if i mention anything and it's going to be preachers that we're not going to be able to preach much longer because they'll shoot us in the pulpit mm. they will kill us in our pulpits you don't believe me? Nope. They're already doing it. Where? Who? When? Where? Name one. Name. Name. Name a person. Name a preacher who got murdered in the pulpit for preaching. What's that? You can't do it? You're, you're a lying bullshit card artist? Yeah, fucking course you are. God damn it. Christians love to fucking play the victims. Love to play the martyr. Remember uh, during the anti-SJW days, uh, all the anti-SJWs were talking about the oppression Olympics? And they could do nothing but shit on the left for, oh my God, the left are always playing the victims, always playing the oppression Olympics. Go check out some of, uh, I don't want to mention her name. She who shall not be named's videos on that. But anyway, Christians, they perfected the fucking oppression Olympics. Still the best at it. Gold medal winning and you can't get away from them. No matter where the fuck you go. God damn it. I wish I was there to kick the goddamn shopping cart underneath this guy so he could fall. I would have done that. Unless it's wrong. My name is Jordan McLeod. I just came out here to preach the gospel of Jesus nice Christ. Nice ass, Jordan. Knowing that there will be an appointed time that everybody's going to Got die in the booty. judgment. I don't come before you to condemn you, but to proclaim the good news of Jesus I just want to grab it and tell him to shut the fuck up. That you may be saved by repenting and putting your faith and trust what Jesus Christ has done on the cross for nope. your sins, uh -uh. knowing that he was buried and then he rose again on the he third did. day. I don't believe if that. If you repent and believe in Jesus, nope. you shall be saved. Fuck okay, Jesus. Okay, I'm security. You either leave now or they make you leave. This All is right. not acceptable. That's fine. I'm leaving. This is not acceptable. Nope, it shouldn't be. But to Christians, it's always acceptable. They got a captive audience. You guys have to listen to their cult member bullshit continuously. They're trying to save you, though, folks. So, uh, nice ass. Bad message. Bad message. And one more on this week's religious bullshit. God damn it. Former hero of mine, sad to say. David Silverman back. And uh, we've covered this guy so many times, so... He got fired from his job as the American atheist for uh, having an affair with, I can't say the guy's name because I get in trouble, Matt Dillahunty, his ex-wife, oh, his wife at the time, spit in her mouth, and of course he got his mistress a job, all kinds of bullshit. Anyway, uh, and so then he freaked out and decided, hey, I'm just going to become a hardcore Republican racist shithead and uh, go for that kind of grift bucks because I don't have a job. He was selling insurance or something. I guess he started freaking out, and he's like, damn, I'm having to work for a living? Well, maybe if I didn't... Just act like a racist piece of shit. People give me money. And I guess they are now. I guess he's uh, had a comeback in his career being a racist douchebag. But here he is. Uh, just not hiding it very well. <sighs> the fuck is up with this guy? It's not white oppression that the Asians aren't in the atheist movement. It's just a fact of life. And I think we have to admit that it's also just a fact of life that the African-American population has those same features, whatever they are. And that it's not whitey that's holding them back. 
it's them holding themselves back because they want to. <laughs> because they can't even be bothered to follow black non-believers on Twitter. Oh. I think what needs to happen is instead of going out to the atheist orgs and complaining that we're not recruiting enough, I think it's your job to do the recruiting. I think you need to stop going to the atheist organizations and start going to the black main, the mainly black events. I know you've done a few of those, but that should be your only thing to do. And bring in some people. I mean, literally, why would any minority want to be a part of the atheist community when you were one of the leaders of the atheist community? Why would anybody want to show up when fucking obvious racist piece of shit like you, David Silverman, are held up as leaders of these organizations? I mean, I don't even want to be involved in it. And I'm fucking Casper white as fuck. I couldn't get more white. Don't want any part of this bullshit. I denounce my atheism. But also, there's no God. And that is my religious bullshit. So sad. So sad, David Silverman. Low energy. Horrible, David Silverman. And uh, fuck off. That's my religious bullshit. Let's see what the chats are saying. Nothing. No clue. Why? Why? I already read that. All right. No. Super chats. Everybody hit the like button. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Rock. Let's continue on with the next section. Little Trash World. Song goes a little something like Trash World. Trash World. Dumpster Fire. Hellish Trash World. Trash World. And first off, on this week's Trash World. Boom. What do we got? Oh, shit, y'all. Did you know? That our founding fathers didn't want gay men to vote, nor women. It's true, because a MAGA Nazi says so. Let's listen to this fucking douchebag real quick. Let's uh, restart it and then turn the volume up, because you guys might want to hear it. Probably not. Let's I just, I have to double down on this. You know, they care so much about everybody voting in democracy. And it's like, if you went back to the founding... And the Founding Fathers would have said something to the effect of like, yeah, women and probably feminine men shouldn't be allowed to vote. And black folks, because they're mostly slave owners. It's a good thing that we shouldn't actually give a shit about what the fuck they thought. They were primitive screwheads living a long fucking time ago, and their opinions really have no relevance to the day, but uh, keep on going, dipshit. Because then their chaotic nature would manifest throughout society. That's and you would, right. And you would say, that's well, right. no, that, that's not right. That's mean. You're probably an incel. And then the founding father would just say, oh, well, do you have any evidence from your time that would contradict this? And you'd just be like, no, not exactly. Not exactly. So That's right. The chaotic energy would take over the world if women and gays were allowed to vote and blacks. But hey, you know, and he's got a point. I mean, straight white men have done such an amazing job running things so far. I mean, we've had basically no wars in the history of mankind. I can't think of maybe, was like one war? I can't think of any. But like peace on earth, everything's been going real good with the dudes running everything. So uh, good point, Nazi shithead. I don't know who the fuck this guy is, and I don't really give a fuck. Fuck you, dick. And next up, on the trash world. Oh, shit, more transphobia. According to Darren Grimes, who is a proud northerner, real Britain, I guess he works for some kind of a conservative dipshit organization. Anyway, he's saying this anti-trans video got banned from Twitter. And you could tell it was banned from Twitter by the fact that here it is on his Twitter, completely unbanned. Don't listen to that, though. Don't pay attention to your own eyes, folks. Anyway, uh, this is another one of those fear-mongering anti-trans videos to let all of you know that, hey... Trans people are coming for the women's. You're going to destroy womanhood, trans people. Why can't women still exist? 
goddamn trans women just destroying all womanhood somehow. Don't think about it. Let's just watch. What is a woman? Is a woman a history of achievements quickly being erased? No. No, you're not. Is a woman a feminine force of nature? Sure. Is a woman a sister? Yeah. A daughter? Yeah. A mother? Uh Uh-huh. Is a woman the wonder of childbirth? Mm, Some of them. Some of them are not, yeah. Is a woman a caregiver? Sure. Some men are too. Is a woman a warrior who fought for her place? Definitely. A lot of oppression. Is that now being taken away? No, no it's not. to be forgotten. They're erasing our history. Trans women have somehow erased women from the history books. How did you do this? My God, trans women are so powerful. Like, whatever trans women are doing, every other person who wants power should emulate them because they are just fucking shit up, yo. It's basically like Pandora's box. They just destroyed everything. They gotta take over the whole world. Wonder who our first trans president's gonna be. Hmm. Is that not worth protecting? Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can you? It depends on the context, like everything. Just like a mother depends on the context. You might say, no, mother, somebody that has a baby. Uh, yeah, but what about an adopted mother? What about a stepmother? Depends on the context you're using it in. Those two are also mothers, and uh, it's a different definition. That's why words have multiple definitions. Uh, you fucking simplistic-minded dipshits. Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. And how long? Oh, no, not Fallon Fox, not Fallon Fox, who fought in minor leagues MMA, would have got destroyed by any gender woman in her weight class in the UFC, and also did get destroyed by other women when she was fighting lower talent competition. They had no problem competing with her, and yes, in an MMA fight, people get injured all the time. Literally, you never see this when Chris Cyborg goes and destroys somebody. You never see, oh my God, Chris Cyborg broke her opponent's skull or some shit like that. They're just trying to fearmonger because that's what they do. It's all they got. Do we sit idly by and not stay? Seven sex attacks in women's jail by transgender convicts. Huh. Now, now do the ones where how many uh, transgender women who went in male's prisons were, uh, were raped. Let's do that one. Oh, we, we don't care about? We don't care about them? We don't care about them at all. That's not the point. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. Stand for the sacred value of womanhood. Did a male rapist who identified as female transfer to women's jail and assault female inmates? I mean, if that happened, then they should be charged with crimes exactly the same as all the other women who assault other female inmates, right? De- definitely, right? That's no. Okay. As it loses all. Womanhood has lost all meaning. Just goddamn trans people. How did you get this? It's got to be magic, right? Something about becoming trans just gives you some kind of superpowers. It's like the fucking Avengers taking over the world or some shit. (sighs) Because we believe that womanhood is a birthright. Mm, I mean... 
the sex of being born woman, I mean, sex is very, very complicated, but yeah, it can be a birthright, but also we're talking about gender, which is a social construct. You like money? You know, like money is just, uh, it's not a piece of paper, it's cloth, but you know how I uh, hand the cashier this $20 piece of cloth, and she's like, oh, she takes it, and she agrees that it's worth something, even though it's just cloth, it's not actually worth anything, it's because we've uh, socially constructed this idea of money, just like we socially constructed this idea of gender, and that because of how you're assigned at birth, you're supposed to take on certain roles, so yeah, you can just uh, decide to do the opposite or none of it, right? It's cool. That's the great part of freedom and choice. Womanhood is a birthright. Oh my. Speak truth. Uh, sponsored by J.K. Rowling. So, transphobia. That's what it's all about, folks. Like, trans people, they make up, like, less than a percentage. Was it half a percent? Like, nothing. <laughs> They're, t- <laughs> They're no threat to you. They're no threat. They're not destroying womanhood. Hey, I'm just saying this. If, uh, if all it took to destroy the history of womanhood was for trans women to exist... I'm just saying, you don't have very much respect for a womanhood at all. If it crumbles that fucking easily, hmm, it's almost like it's uh, nothing. Nothing weak, fragile bullshit. Good thing it's not actually that, right? Good thing you're completely full of shit, and that's just ridiculous fear-mongering, and then, uh... (laughs) All right, let's see. This one... Oh, that was the same one. And then this one... uh, Yeah, folks! shamelessness is their superpower. So they're they're basically doing clickbait now in their emails to try to get uh, campaign funding. But this email that was sent out uh, from Michigan congressional candidate Tom Barrett says, this is the email text you get, and the subject of the email is, Confirm, Thomas, it uses your name too because they have little bots and stuff that checks your email and knows your name is. Thomas, your child's gender reassignment surgery has been booked. And you read that and you're like, oh my, what? What? How? And you open it up and you're like, oh, if you have any issues with this operation, please view the objectives of Biden's national transgender strategy. That's right. You better be very afraid. Biden going to turn your child transgender. That's just the way it happens, right? He's going to give them surgery. This is real life stuff you should be afraid of, folks. Give us money. Give us all your money. And uh, then have you guys heard of the recent controversy surrounding the libs of TikTok? So uh, what this basically is, is uh, all right. So this person was trying to get popular online. This conservative piece of fucking human garbage was trying to get popular, get something to go viral so they could make a little scratch, a little, you know, uh, scratch on the side. So anyway, uh, what they decided to do was they decided to go find any TikToks that had liberal teachers. Anybody, any teacher that's talked about it, that they were gay or that they were transgender. And then they would post their videos on libs of TikTok and call them groomers and pedophiles in order to try to get them fired or killed. Yeah, don't believe me. Here we go. Let's go ahead and uh, take a look at Lance's thread about this. Lance from the server. What's up, Lance? I won't call him the surf. Lance, the surf. There's only one of them. Um, anyway, so here's some examples. Uh, teacher brags about grooming kids. 
from the Lives of TikTok account, teacher doing no such thing. Um, Minnesota preschool teacher admits to grooming kids. Literally did not happen. Just any mention that you're transgender or you support gay rights, any of that, just you're automatically labeled a pedophile. Uh, just more of this, right? That's what the whole account about. The whole account about is just pointing out anybody on the left and uh, calling them pedophiles, which uh, is dangerous when you put their photos out there, their names, and tell their teachers they can easily be found. And if people actually believe you, and people do, there are a lot of crazy people in the conservative community, um, you can get these people killed. Not only that, they're getting fired too. Uh, that's the whole point. This whole cancel culture is only on the left. Obviously, it's complete bullshit. It's just a really stupid fucking narrative that all the idiots spread. But uh, they're doing exactly the fucking same thing. So, this uh, Washington Post reporter decided to go find out who the anonymous person behind the uh, libs of TikTok account was and find out why they were spreading, uh, they're basically doxing these teachers and uh, putting their lives and their jobs in jeopardy by calling them pedophiles. And all the information... For who this person was, turned out it was public. They had their real name and their address, everything, listed on the uh, register for their website. So they had the whole thing there. It wasn't hard to figure out. And so immediately after the Washington Post reporter reported who this person was and tried to figure out why the fuck they were doing this and harming teachers, uh, the right went fucking nuts, accused the Washington Post of doxing. You doxed. The anonymous person behind lives of TikTok. Hey, you, you should be allowed to anonymously go online and defame people and call them pedophiles without being doxxed yourself, right? Right? So they freaked the fuck out about it. Um, but as uh, as Lance point out, and this is this should go in the fucking Beyond Parody section, really, but they're using this word groomer, and although some of the conservatives know what that means, which obviously it means grooming, the term almost specifically refers to trying to get a underage kid to have sex with you, you know, uh, prepping them to have sex with you. So uh, the Lance, uh, the surf, Lance says, the lives of TikTok have also falsely accused without evidence that the Trevor Project, an organization that works to prevent suicide amongst LGBTQ plus youth, of being an organization that coerces children into sexual relationships. Yes, true. The Trevor Project is a grooming organization. Here they are saying that. And this person who uh, replies to Lance, where's your evidence for this false accusation? Because that screenshot doesn't say what you claimed it did. It literally says exactly what Lance is claiming it did. And uh, somebody said, uh, it definitely was tweeted by her. And then they responded, perhaps, but it says nothing about coercing children into sexual relationships. It talks about grooming children. What the fuck do you think grooming children means, you goddamn moron? Holy shit, how do you talk to these people? How do we get through with people that don't even know the definitions of the words they're using? Really hard to reach out to them. So, of course, Glenn Greenwald was all over Fox News. They tried him out as a gay man, talking about how horrible it is that a journalist did journalism and found out who the person smearing and getting these teachers threatened, death threats, and fired was. Oh my God, I dare you do journalism. So they tried his ass out on Fox News, but he, and he's gay. So if a gay guy says, hey, it's fine to call other gay people groomers just for being gay, gotta be true. So, uh, yeah, Fox News brings on a gay man to defend anti-gay hate account. And this is exactly how it's done, folks. Yep. That's why Blair White exists. That's why uh, Jesse Lee Peterson exists. That's why Dave Rubin exists. Tokens. Tokens as far as the eye can see. Look at you, Caitlyn Jenner. And then 
Glenn get, went on some kind of a podcast and got called out for it. Why is it not okay for the journalist to dox this woman who's doxing everybody else? And of course, all Glenn could do is try to Don't avoid the subject. All he can do is play whataboutism. Because he's got doesn't have a leg to stand on. No morals, no integrity. Let's have a listen. Solidarity that they're expre- and they're telling trans people that their lives are valuable and telling gay people that there's nothing wrong with you. And then this account uh, quote tweets them or takes the, what they're saying completely out of context, posts shorter snippets and says, this person is a groomer. And then they get fired from their job. I think the public does have a right to know who the fuck this person is and why they're doing it. You, we just got done saying that lots of people, including on the left, routinely smear people as Russian agents, as agents of the Kremlin. It's just so stupid. But people on the left smear people too. If people on the left smear people, then why should anybody have to know who this person who's going out and doxing and smearing and trying to get teachers fired and killed is? Huh? That is a bad, bad argument, Glenn. As traitors, as people who are treasonous. Except, me except that that is, except we people, know that, but Glenn, all the time for being a pedophile, for but we know murder. that those I accusations are demos, but we know that's demonstrably false. We know that's false though. That's the thing. They, okay, do, they I can look at the tweets and see that this person has said that. Like, I know that it's not false. I know that they definitely have put people's lives in danger. I know that they definitely have smeared people as pedophiles that are absolutely not that. I can look at the tweets and see that, but on, in your case, it is demonstrably false. In the case where people are smeared as Russian collaborators as agents, that is also demonstrably false. Or people who are called fascist or racist or misogynist or anything else very, very casually. There's always an argument to make that someone has crossed some sort of rhetorical or argumentative line that makes them fair game to be unmasked. And all I'm saying is that no one is going to sit around and watch this tactic get applied on behalf of one side of the political spectrum against the other. Obviously, people are going to see that most people on the left, the liberal left, defended the Washington Post here, said the Washington Post did a great thing. Something. I'm not, defend- I'm not defending the Washington Post. You will never catch me defending the Washington Post. I- I'm defending the report from Washington Post. It's perfectly fine for her to do her job and find out who was behind this TikTok account that is putting teachers' lives in danger for no fucking reason. You fucking piece of shit, Link, you're gone. Post. What I am saying, though, is that uh, a, this person exercised piss poor opsec, and B, I'm not gonna throw any of like I'm not gonna throw any of my conscience or energy towards defending that person because frankly, they were doing the exact same shit that they got caught out for. I mean, the the difference is is that all the videos that they were curating were ones that people put into the public domain using their names. And so did she. She put herself out into the public domain. Yep, she sure did. This is a Glenn Greenwald who was the rights darling journalist now they always trot him out as an example of what great journalists should be but he's nothing but a uh one-sided pandering dick basically i think it used to be better but the the grift dollars and the riot are just so fucking good like it's really hard to get anything going if you're if you have left-wing content there are a few that break out like vosh or uh hassan but it's really, really, really hard to break into the algorithm on YouTube if you do anything except for right-wing content. Like, I'm I'm okay with my show not being as popular as I think it should be, but, I'm, but I am kind of surprised that a show of this quality doesn't do better numbers. But, you know, it's just, it's really hard. It's really hard if you're not doing right-wing content. That's what the, uh, the whole system rewards, unfortunately. 
So I think that's probably what Glenn, Glenn Greenwald's problem is. And folks in this trash world, don't matter what you fucking do. Don't matter if you try to overthrow our government, install yourself as a dictator. Not sorry, sorry, install, install Trump as a dictator. Doesn't matter how horrible you, you are. Our trash ash society will still have you on. We'll still try to whitewash your image. Case in point, Rudy Giuliani was on the masked singer and got unmasked. And like uh, somebody pointed out, it's like every day now on our TV, we're like seeing real life parodies of what would be on like 30 Rock with Tina Fey or some shit. Hard to believe that this is real life, but this is what our national television system is giving us now. Shit like this. This is why I've not paid for cable in 30 years. Folks, pirate. Pirating is love. Pirating is life. Don't give these pieces of shit your fucking money. I'm surprised I don't have OJ on there. It's like nothing you do matters. Very depressing. And then, folks, have you seen this video going around of Vladimir Putin? I ain't trying to tell tales out of school, but it looks... Like, this motherfucker might have some health issues. I'm going to play it. Some people think he might have Parkinson's. That's the rumor going around. You know, like Michael J. Fox do- does, and like Parkinson's makes you shake and control a little bit of lean in your limbs and shit. And so they noticed that uh, during his latest meeting, first off, watch his face, too. I mean, the dude looks like he's on his fucking deathbed. He looks completely fucking different than he did just a few years ago. So for 12 minutes, he has this death grip on the table. Speculation is because his hand shakes so bad without it, he's gripping the table to keep his hand from shaking. But you can see his foot shaking. Along this 12-minute video. Yeah, he looks ill. So yeah, for 12 minutes, death gripping as his foot uncontrollably shakes. His thumb shaking too, having trouble keeping the death grip. Looking good, Putin. Looking good. Remember just a few months ago, all the conservatives were telling us how manly Putin was. How can Joe Biden dare compete with the masculinity of Putin? Running around and riding horses with his shirt off, all good at judo, projecting strength to the world. Oh, uh, no, no. These are the same people that think Trump has the body of Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, uh, what do you expect? Um, <laughs> this, somebody posed with this picture. He just carries it around with him everywhere, folks. There's nothing to be seen here. So, anyway, the story gets even weirder and creepier. So, as I told you, the speculation is that maybe he has Parkinson's disease, uh, but also, apparently, and uh, L, my buddy L told me this, that uh, he has been viewed or visited by a cancer doctor in 35 secret meetings over the last couple years or whatnot. So, also speculation is that he might have cancer, but here's the craziest part of this whole thing. They say that to treat his ailments, he has been bathing in the blood of deer antlers. Like I don't even, 
don't even know how the fuck this could be possible, but uh, let me see if I can find the exact part in here. Uh, oh, yeah. Putin is said to bathe in the blood extracted from deer antlers, which are hacked off while they are growing and still full of fresh blood. The outlet said the sickening antler bass, which the Russian president was reportedly introduced to by Shoujo, are an alternative therapy in the Altai region of Russia, which borders Kazakhstan and Mongolia. Believers say the bass improve the cardiovascular system and rejuvenate the skin. The project explained, man, just so fucking evil in every goddamn way. It's just a horror show. I know what the fuck. So uh, this is what I said when I started talking about this Ukrainian war. What is it? Last month when it fucking started that I thought probably Putin was dying. And man, death is scary, and you want to lash out, and uh, he was already an evil motherfucker to begin with. So that's why he don't care who gets killed or who gets raped, what children die, what uh, deers suffer as they cut off the antlers while they're still alive. None of this shit. Just like a, a Bond villain, basically. Like the most evil person from a horror movie you can possibly imagine, and that's the guy whose finger is on... Like, what, half the fucking nukes in this goddamn world? Just scary as shit, this fucking planet we live in. Trash world describes it fucking perf- perfectly. And uh, then for some reason, of course, HBO gave uh, Bill Maher a new stand-up special. Because he's on the cutting edge of comedy. Super new, super relevant to Bill Maher. So I read this whole long article about Vulture on it. And I thought I would share one section of this article with you guys. Uh, so, of course, his whole thing is about how the left has gone crazy. That's his whole spiel. Most of his jokes are around it. And as I pointed out before, as he was doing this on his show, he just lies about it all. He makes up things. He takes articles from conservative think tanks and spins it to try to make the left look worse than they actually are. So uh, this article goes through some of the things he says and points out why they're bullshit. Adulting doesn't try enough in the jokes department either. Mara calls representative. Let me see. That's not it. Um. Okay, here it goes. Uh, was I reading the right thing to begin with? Oh, yeah, I was reading the right thing to begin with. All right, uh, let me skip down. The crowd, uh, scroll down. Okay. But it's old hat hearing him fuss about progressives getting too progressive five years into the hellish, protractive cancel culture discourse. On a recent episode, no, I don't read, that's not it. Shit. I'm doing bad, folks. I'm doing bad tonight. All right. I'm just going to skip this because I can't find the fucking part that I want. Anyway, he just lies about a bunch of liberal bullshit. And that uh, makes us look bad. That, that was not worth it. Totally not worth it. Horrible, horrible show, Dusty. I will masturbate later, S. Pence. And did you guys see Mike Tyson punch this guy on an airplane? Yeah, super, super cool Mike Tyson, who I hate. Everybody knows I hate Mike Tyson. I think he's a fucking rapist, a horrible human being that we all just fucking ignore for some reason. I don't know why. But anyway, uh, not mad at him too much about this. This guy he punched seems like a total fucking douchebag. Let's watch the hijinks unfold. The this is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy, bro. Mike Tyson. <laughs> My dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. And the this next thing you know. He should have never gave you his money. Peasants. They're peasants. 
Jet Blue, Mint Flight. My boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson. Turn that way. Yeah, he got fucked up. Just trying to ask for an autograph, man. I don't know what happened. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Mike, Mike, come on. Let's go stop back. They're the worst, man. So, yeah, gut punch by Mike Tyson, which uh, is it, a bad idea for Mike Tyson. That guy just got a buttload of money, guarantee you. What's going to happen is he's going to sue Mike Tyson, and Mike Tyson is going to settle out of court, probably for a million fucking dollars. I let Mike Tyson hit me on the side of the head for a million fucking dollars. Guarantee, damn to you that. Didn't look like it hurt that bad. Let a little fucking bruise. I'd take that shit for a million dollars. He did poke the bear, though. But he'll get paid for it. He probably intentionally provoked Mike Tyson to get punched so he could fucking sue him. But I don't give a shit. Mike Tyson can lose all his fucking money for I care. I don't, can't stand that motherfucker. And one more, folks. I don't know when this video is, but all I know is goddamn nobody better fucking tell me this video's old. I will freak the fuck out. Anyway, it's a very short video. These Karens, it's Karen, her husband, uh, telling these employees at a fast food place who are speaking uh, Spanish to each other that they're going to call the cops on them for speaking Spanish in their presence. Let's turn the volume up because that that helps. Like, yeah, but I already, I already get everything to her. I already yes, told my boss. I send all you? the proofs. He be told with the postal service and see what is going on. Okay. And I still apologize for the inconvenience for the envelope. And the rest, well. Okay, well, why are we speaking Spanish? It's how we're going her. language. No? I don't give a shit. We don't. You, no, 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 no. You, no, when you have here. customers, don't not <laughs> fucking record me. Okay, she said don't not record me, which means she wants you to record her. That's just a double negative. You have customers, don't not <laughs> fucking record me. Anyway, let's when make a famous name and shame. Call in the cops on Spanish speakers. Hey, it's a melting pot. You can speak whatever the fuck you want to in this country. Who gives a shit? Learn to live with the snowflakes. And all right, cool. Hit the like button, fuckos. Do it. Michael Ball says $9.99, but nothing else. Oh, I got a little heart. Okay, cool. You got a little emoji kind of there. Awesome. Heart back to you. Got Tiny Tears for Series X. See you there. All right, cool. We got to play that sometime, L. I'm too addicted to New World, but we definitely got to, since you got it, we'll definitely have to play. I'll have to uh, work. I'm at the re-roll. We could just play again from the start. I don't think my character is any fucking good. I think I fucked it up. Um, Zon, will Adolf Trump ever be held accountable? Fuck no. I don't think Marjorie Taylor's going to be held accountable. We're going to cover that in the next section. Glenn Greenwald is a goof. I know, right? But he making that scratch, yo. Going to be on Joe Rogan every fucking month. Keep that money rolling in. Charles Berg, let's all appreciate Dusty's impeccable recently retired Santa cosplay. I enjoy you handling out giant lumps of coal for garbage. I was going for the God look, not Santa look. But I am getting fat as fuck, so... Uh, I don't really care that much. I think I'm just going to get fatty. Not fat, just chubby again. Like, I try to stay thin because I want to look good for the ladies. But, like, I'm also, I'm pretty asexual. I don't really give a fuck. So, uh, what is the point in staying so goddamn handsome all the fucking time if I'm not going to use it to get the ladies, huh? Huh? For you? For you motherfuckers? Do you motherfuckers really care what I look like? I mean, of course you do. You want to stare at my handsome face. I understand, but we'll see what the fuck happens. Give it lover, Nike Center 2, Dusty. I think most first world countries have had free health care for many years. True story. We're the only country that does not operate that way. Uh, very good points. We are like a third world country in that way. But capitalism, got to make that money, yo. Those in sales need a good kick in the beats. Violence is wrong. Wink. 
Great job. You never disappoint. Sometimes I do, but I appreciate you appreciating my amazing work, Nora. The Nomad makes sense. A lot of fundamentalists have this Nazi-like patriotism in regards to the Founding Fathers. Same sort of mentality, a mythological path that you can't question that was perfect. I know, right? I mean, they were just regular human beings, flawed as shit, and they were like way more flawed than some people. One of the things that Bill Maher was saying in his stand-up comedy was, uh, don't blame the Founding Fathers for having slaves. Everybody had slaves back then. Uh, no, they fucking didn't. Only a very small percentage of the population had slaves. The rich people did, for sure, but uh, not everybody. There was a lot of really good people that were fighting slavery, even from the fucking beginning, you lying piece of shit. The Nomad. No, I read it. Cuban lover. Dusty, a little money. Just wanted to say I wear overalls every day. Well, why? Did you come out of your mama's crack with those overalls on? Well, shh. God would have wanted you to have them. You would have, but I'm some atheist. I find them comfortable. Lots of pockets, durable, and keeps me warm and cool. I just wear t-shirts and uh, sweatpants every fucking day. Comfortable, comfortable, comfortable. Urban mask. Nope, I already read that. Mmm, already. Caught up. Cool. Hit the like button, everybody. And next up, gonna do a little bit of Beyond Parody. Not it. And first off, on uh, Beyond Parody, Matt Gates held up this... <laughs> <laughs> this is real folks held up this jacket and on the back it says a born to ride donald j trump yeah no shit we all knew this already there's one thing you were definitely born to do it was ride donald j trump matt gates he's the cult leader gotta suck that big fat cult dick don't you giggity giggity goo and then right before i went on the air this went viral Madison Cawthorn in women's lingerie. Super cool. <laughs> so I just want to say, first off, obviously none of us have any problem with Madison Cawthorn wearing women's lingerie. All right. This is probably the coolest thing he's ever done. He's way more likable. What we have a problem with is the hypocrisy. If another candidate, especially a Democratic candidate, had these pictures released, he would immediately be out there saying, see, this proves they're a groomer out there with their perversions trying to groom children for sex. That's the only reason you cross-dress. We know this is what he'd be doing because his whole image is that I'm this godly. I read the Bible and I'm all about family values and Christian principles and shit. But it's just like they all do. Like uh, all the preachers who are running Hillsong Church. We're telling everybody in public not to have sex, and they were just having sex all over the fucking place. Apparently, the preachers were fucking each other's wives and shit that just came out. And it's the same way with Republican politicians. They're just, you know, completely full of fucking shit. They live one lifestyle publicly, and they live a completely separate lifestyle privately. And Madison Cawthorn, no exception to the role, so pretty hilarious. Uh, apparently, he was at a party or something, and he wore this out. Immediately went out there, and he said... <gasps> Oh my god of course he's never gonna take responsibility always always their go-to playbook is to attack the left blame the left so he says i guess the left thinks goofy vacation photos during a game on a cruise taken way before i ran for congress is gonna somehow hurt me they're running out of things to throw at me share your most embarrassing vacay pics in their replies <laughs> help me cover this up ignore it show your own shit nah dude just like it's the hypocrisy of it, right? It's because we know what the fuck you would say. That's what makes it funny. All right, if you want to make, if you want to spend your life cross-dressing, you know what? You should. Looks fun. 
Maybe you would chill the fuck out. Might want to smoke some weed while you're doing it. Be a totally new person. Ashley Madison Cawthorn. And folks, speaking of Beyond Parody, this is not an edited graphic. A real-life screenshot from Newsmax that says, The left considers black conservatives to be traitors. Okay, yeah, I can kind of see that. Tokens or whatnot. Let's see who they're talking about here. Okay, Sheriff David Clark. Yeah, you know, Sheriff David Clark's kind of an evil motherfucker. Uh, Herman Cain. Herman Cain's dead. So it's weird that you had to pick a black conservative that died a long time ago. Uh, ben Carlson. Carson, yeah, I can see where people might think that he's a, a traitor a little bit. And then, uh, Ben Shapiro, what? What? Why Ben Shapiro included? Ben Shapiro is Jewish. Ben Shapiro is like the least black person I can imagine. Ben Shapiro makes me look like Malcolm X. What in the goddamn fuck? Hey, you know what? I, uh, I am black. People don't know this, but I actually wrote a uh, big butts. I uh, like big butts snaking online. You other brothers can deny. When a girl comes in with an itty bitty waist uh, with, with a big thing in your face, I get sprung. Says Ben Shapiro, super black. Thank you for your service. Super right, Ben Shapiro. And uh, then, speaking of parody, folks, this guy, uh, Frumpy Grandpa, who looks like he will be a barrel at fun at parties, I want you guys to know the left hates it when you smile. Isn't that true, folks? Don't we just hate smiling? First of all, smiling annoys the left. There are no happy leftists. There are happy liberals. There are happy conservatives. But there are no happy leftists. If you're happy, you're not on the left. <laughs> I've lived a long time. I've never met a happy leftist. I don't, they don't radiate happiness in public life. Think uh, Rashid Tlaib is a happy woman. She radiate happiness to you? Look how much happiness he's radiating. These these people are just a barrel angry, of joy. Angry people. Yeah. We're angry, says They're the guy ingrained. lying about us and saying that we are miserable and don't like the smile and laugh. Anger and ingratitude do not allow happiness. First <laughs> Hypocrisy! God damn it, beyond fuck barity, but like uh, hate the spoil your day there Dennis Prager but uh, I have an amazing life thing I'm worried about most is that it might end some fucking day never will because I ain't never fucking dying of course but uh, that's what scares me but I love my goddamn life I'm happy and I spend my time mostly cracking fucking jokes so uh, might want to go out there and meet a few more lefties expand your horizons a little bit there Dennis Prager and speaking of complete fucking dipshits Joe Rogan had, uh, what the fuck's this guy's name? Some dipshit fighter. I don't know. Anyway, this dipshit fighter brings up wealth inequality and how so many trillions of dollars got transferred from the uh, bottom, you know, 50% up to the top 1%. And of course, Joe Rogan just got his $200 million from Spotify and immediately says, I don't ever think about that and tries to, it doesn't try to change the subject. It does change the subject immediately to something else. To keep remember to talk about uh, the wealth inequality in this country. More proof of what a sellout Joe Rogan fuck it is, but hilarious, nevertheless. Well, I think about four trillion went up to the top one percent during this, and like, but I say about the same amount got lost from the middle class. You mean four trillion dollars? Dollars, extra money up, got yeah. moved from the from the middle bottom to the top. Yeah, I don't think about that too much, but that redistribution of wealth thing. 
Dude, if you keep breathing in the microphone like that, I guarantee you people are going to complain. <laughs> that's all he says about it. I don't think about that too much. Why would I want to burn my beautiful mind for thinking about the pores? I just got a buttload of money and I'm in Texas now. Yeehaw! I'm a conservative now. And fuck yeah, you are, you thumb motherfucker. And next up, on Beyond Parody, Kayla McKinney. This is another example, folks. Like, I don't know. Like, are they serious or are they trolling? Or are they just lying knowing that the people that follow them will just believe any fucking thing they say in reality doesn't have any bearing on any of this? So here's uh, Baghdad Bobby, Kaylee McKenna, going to accuse Jen Psaki, you know, who is the current White House spokesperson, who's probably the best White House spokesperson in the history of White House spokespeople, going to accuse her of giving snarky answers during her press conferences. Kayla McKenna, who was Trump's press secretary, literally the most snarky press secretary we've ever had, used to come out and just like chastise the media, slam her little notebook and storm the fuck out. Gonna say this with a straight face. Final woman, I'm not a biologist. That seems to be a favorite of libs these days. Um, She also was asked, is the mask mandate still in effect? To which she replied, I don't know. Okay, well, you're the press secretary. You know how government works. That's a snarky answer. The answer is we respect the opinions of the federal judiciary, including that of a federal judge in Florida, but that's not what she said. Biden administration calling this disappointing. Harris, I was mid-flight last night. Middle of my flight, the flight attendant stands there and says, breaking news, if you want to take off your mask, take off your mask. How about that? There were cheers. There was an eruption. There was joy. So if the Biden administration wants to express disappointment as America collectively cheers, they can try to do that. But I hope Jen Psaki at the podium today fights very hard against this ruling. I hope President Biden does. I hope they show the true autocrats they are, because that's exactly what she's an autocrat and she's snarky as shit. Says this woman, this woman calling another press secretary snarky. In 2016, in four years into his presidency. Thank you, everyone, for the very good and substantive questions today. I don't call an activist. I'm not an activist, and you haven't taken questions since October 1st, and you just took about five, Kaylee. That's not doing your job. Definitely, definitely not snarky in any way whatsoever. The other person is snarky, not me. Always accuse the other side of what the fuck you're doing. Conservatism 101. All right, that's my beyond parroting. See what the fucking shit you guys are saying. Hit the like button, everybody. Join the Dust Buddies. Hell yeah. You can become a Dust Buddy for $200 a month and get customized emojis to spend the chat with. And Peter Lovely just did. Hell yeah. Thank you, Peter. You're one of the cool kids now. Be sure to spam with impunity. Shit like Logic and this cool little Dusty picture and uh, ACAB and Bing Bong, which I say far too little on the show. Santa Claus is running against Sarah Palin and uh, and the wants Medicare for all. Yeah, I saw that from Alaska. Vote Santa Claus. Hell yeah, I'm all about it. All right, cool. Moving on. Time to do a little Chud Watch. Star Wars theme. Sing along, Chud Watch. Talking about Chud Watch. We talk about chuds and make fun of them. And for everybody out there saying I'm tone deaf, it's your ears that are tone deaf. You just don't understand the very complicated nuances I'm doing with my voice. It takes a really, really highly trained ear to appreciate the advanced level of singing I do. So uh, get that fucking shit straight, y'all. And first off, on the chud watch, folks, 
as Joe Rogan would say, God damn it, Trump is looking good. Trump looks like he hasn't aged a fucking day, looking fit, looking like he did when he was 21. Holy shit, he about to run a marathon out there. Isn't that right, Joe? Isn't that, isn't that what you're going to say? God damn, it looked like a expired steamed ham or some shit. What in the fuck, y'all? Looking bad, Trump. Looking r- real bad. So anyway, apparently Trump did a interview with Pierce Morgan, and as Trump always does, he thought he was going to get a softball interview because Pierce Morgan is a chud, just like fucking Trump is. So he's like, hey, uh, he's a chud like I am. So uh, he's clearly going to throw me softball interviews and suck my nuts like everybody else does because he'll be so thankful that I'm giving him an interview. But I guess uh, Pierce is like, hell no. This is my opportunity to get big ratings and shit by calling you out. And so Trump, the biggest fucking whiny piss baby there ever was, gets up and walks out of the interview like he has done multiple times before whenever he's asked any kind of tough question. Okay, Piers, I'm ready. A former president in denial. I'll be completely straight with you to your face. I think I'm a very honest man. Much more honest than you, actually. Really? Yeah. It was a free and fair match. You lost. Only a fool would think You that. think I'm a fool? I do now, yeah. With respect. Excuse me. Okay, with respect. The legislature. the hard evidence. Excuse me. The most explosive interview of the year. I don't think you're real. It's, I really it's just, I'm not like Very dishonest. Let's finish up the interview. Morgan versus Trump. Turn the camera off. Very dishonest. <laughs> Very dishonest. I dare you make me think you're going to ask softball questions and ask me tough questions. So dishonest. Yeah, there's your alpha male. Super Trump. That's your superhero you guys are worshiping? Not the best. But of course, Madison Cawthorn, who is a free speech warrior, would die to to protect free speech. Just like, you should sue him, Trump. Sue him for asking you tough questions on video. Do it, do it, do it. Free speech for me, not for thee. That's the way it always is with these one-sided pieces of shit. And, uh, then Trump did another rally or some shit, or I don't even know what he, I don't even know what he's doing anymore. I barely even fucking paying attention. But this part was pretty funny. He out there, at least he's out there trying to take uh, credit for the vaccine, which I don't know if it's smart or not from a political standpoint. But uh, it's smart from like a humanitarian standpoint. I understand why he won't credit for saving lots of people's lives. But then being a bitch that his base is full of conspiracy theorists and dipshits who don't believe the science. Uh, yeah. Here's the fleas you got from all the dogs you laid down with. Here's your bed, Trump. Enjoy it. One of our greatest achievements was getting the vaccine done in nine months instead of five and a half to 12 years. But the problem is, you know, we saved tens of millions of lives all over the world, but I can't talk about it because our base, our beautiful base of which some of you are there, you get angry when we mention the word vaccine. Don't get angry. We did it in nine months, less than nine months, right? Less than nine months, and frankly, uh, a lot of people are living today because of that. So I wonder why your base hates it so much, huh? Hmm, definitely had nothing to do with you whatsoever, does it, Trump? Never take any responsibility at all. And J.D. Vance, so it came out last week that Hillbilly Elegy author and uh, political candidate, J.D. Vance was on record in, well, not a record. He sent one of his friends a private text that basically said Trump was Hitler. Trump was the new Hitler. But now he's running for office and every conservative that wants to get elected has to suck Trump's dick. Has to get his blessing. So now he's like pretending like, oh, I love Trump. So they ask him, well, what is it you love about Trump so much? And uh, 
This should be in the Beyond Parody section. I only put it in the Trump oh, yeah. section because uh, we're already talking about Trump and it's about Trump. But holy fucking shit with a straight face says this. ...that I'm not, and so it's reasonable for you to ask, well, what changed your mind on President Trump? I got to say a lot of things, right? I thought a lot of the policies were great. The tax policy was excellent. The regulatory policy was great. His foreign policy was incredible. We go through all the issues where Donald Trump actually fought for us and fought for our people more than any president of the past 40 years. But... But I was going to say that the big thing that really changed my mind on Trump is the incredible corruption that Donald Trump revealed that exists in our own government. I have never somebody that I'm not. What? So it's Who? What? Name one thing that Trump did about government corruption. Perhaps the most nakedly corrupt president in the history of this fucking nation. You know he does not believe this in any way. Pandering as hard as he fucking can. Full speed. That's what conservatism is all about, goddammit. And then, oh yeah, so uh, you probably heard, folks, today was uh, the trial of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Apparently, there's this little-known law in uh, Georgia that says if you try to violently overthrow the government, install a dictator, you can't run for office anymore. And so uh, some lawyers are trying to get her removed from the ballots. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think these rich pampered politicians are ever going to be held accountable for anything especially conservatives there just does not seem to be any justice in this world but anyway let's take a look back at just uh one small example of before january 6th this is january 5th of her trying to inspire the riot that happened during the january 6th insurrection tomorrow we're prepared to object to the stolen electoral college votes President Trump was reelected for four more years. Tomorrow is a very important day in America's history. We can't allow our integrity of our elections to be stolen. We must object to this vote. So let's get ready to fight for fight for America tomorrow. Yep. The whole election's been stolen. The nation's going down. You guys better fight tomorrow. So anyway, she was up on the stand today having to explain herself and, uh, most of it was just her having memory problems. I mean, I'm not going to go out there and say she has uh, Alzheimer's, but I do know if Joe Biden did this, they'd be like, oh, my God, he can't remember anything. <gasps> Either she's lying or she has some kind of memory issues. That's all I know. But anyway, uh, here she is being questioned about saying that January 5th was their 1776 moment. 1776 is code for a violent revolution, violent overthrow of the government. This is the same thing Republicans have been using as a dog, not even a dog whistle. It's just straight up what it fucking means for years and years and years. And uh, here's her getting called out directly to her face for saying it. For the integrity of our elections tomorrow. What is your plan tomorrow? How do you plan to, to, to handle what could possibly go down uh, in, the, in this joint session of Congress tomorrow, um, are, what are you prepared for? Well, you know, I'll echo the words of uh, many of my colleagues as we were just meeting together in our GOP conference meeting this morning. This is our 1776 moment. Um, that's your statement on January 5th, 2021, correct? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know the date. I, I, again, I don't recall, but now that I've seen it, what what was the date of the video? January 5th, 2021, but okay. you don't have to take my word for it. We can play it back and you, you'll see that you're talking about that tomorrow is the 6th. Okay, yes. Okay. 
and uh, this is two days after you took the oath of office to be a representative from the 14th Congressional District, right? Yes. And you used the term 1776 to describe, to, in response to a question from the Newsmax broadcaster, right? I was speaking about objecting. Well, you, he asked you, what is your plan? What are you prepared to have go down tomorrow on January 6th? And your response was, tomorrow is our 1776 moment. Right? He's talking about the courage to object. Mm -hmm. Sure, and sure you were. You said you were. That's not what a 1776 moment means. Literally means violent overthrow for the government. That's what all the violent right-wing shitheads on the internet continuously talk about. And they're not talking about objecting. They're talking about AR-15s. And you know it. You know it. Echoing the words of your Republican colleagues. Was the term 1776 used by your Republican colleagues? Yes. I don't recall. That was the video, but I don't recall. Okay. Um, in fact, Representative Boebert has used a term 1776 to describe the events of January 6th, hasn't she? I don't recall. I don't recall. She can't recall anything, folks. She doesn't know where she is. But definitely, let's reelect her to the highest political body in the land. Uh, here she is lying and saying that during the Capitol riot, she thought it was Black Lives Matter or Antifa. You know, I mean, yeah, there were like a half a million Trump supporters out there chanting along who she urged to show up and fight back violently. But what she really thought, and this is super true, was that somehow a secret cabal of Black Lives Matter or Antifa, I guess, snuck in under the radar. They were the ones trying to break in. Super definitely what she really believed, folks. And when you uh, were notified that people had entered the Capitol illegally, did you also understand at that point that there had been violence at the Capitol? I only knew what I was told. I'd heard, I'd heard a gunshot. We all heard it. And um, we were so confused. We thought Antifa was breaking in or BLM because of... Those were the riots that had gone on and on all throughout 2020, day in and day out. Uh, just horrible riots all over the country, and that was the only thing that made sense to most of us. <laughs> yeah, that was the only thing that made sense. It wasn't the riot that we instigated. It wasn't the half of the people outside that we knew was there and urged to come. We believed it was Black Lives Matter, and she was so scared, folks. She believed it was Black Lives Matter, and her life was, oh, she wasn't? This was a footage of her after the rest, her sitting there smiling. The, there's video of it, her laughing and giggling. She wasn't afraid in any way whatsoever because she knew she would be safe because these were her people. Yeah, yeah, of course. Lies, that's all Republicans do. And uh, this one, once again, just doesn't recall all the violent statements she made in 2019. The second page of the document has a quotation that reads, quote, all of us together, when we rise up, we can end all of this. We can end it. We can do it peacefully. We can. I hope we don't have to do it the other way. I hope not. But we should feel like we will if we have to, because we are the American people. Do you recall making that statement in 2019 in connection with a protest around fund the wall? No, I don't recall. Ask me. Go ahead. Uh, Are you denying that you made that statement? 
You deny that you made that statement? I'm saying I don't, I don't recall. Okay. You're not this denying is, it. You just don't recall. It's a CNN article. She said she does not recall. Mm -hmm. That is the answer. Let's okay. move on. dead air let's skip ahead like i'm just saying huh? she doesn't seem fit for office if she can't recall fucking anything but uh this is you right hey and all these different agencies in the courts and all these different different offices they stand in the way they push papers aside they stop policies from happening they don't tell the truth they won't pass on information all of those obstructionists and resistance, they are nothing compared to the American people. Do you understand that? See, all of us together, when we rise up, we can end all of this. We can end it. We can do it peacefully. We can. I hope it doesn't have to, we don't have to do it the other way. I hope not. But we should feel like we will if we have to. Because we are the American people. America, listen to me. Yeah, there's some receipts America, for you. There's you saying it. She don't recall, folks. Hey, she might have said it. She might not. Who knows? Who knows if she actually said it? I mean, it's not like she made the video and uploaded it herself, right? Could go either way. And so, uh, then, folks, I'm not going to play the video of it. But then she got up on the, uh, what is it called? <laughs> she got up there and claimed that she doesn't believe in QAnon. I did not say I believe in QAnon, she said on the stand. That's the word I look for, the stand. But uh, here's her back in 2017. Here's the receipts. Have you guys been following 4chan? Of course. Any of that? Of course, because (laughs) if you're a political candidate working in the highest political body in the land, we definitely want to make sure you spend a lot of your time on 4chan. Stuff. Anybody? I'm going to watch for your comments here. Okay, so we posted an article uh, just a few days ago about who is Q. We posted that on American Truth Seekers. Um, There has been a lot of chatter. I don't know uh, how much you guys know about Q. It's an anonymous person. All right, so um, Q is a patriot. We know that for sure. For sure. But we do not know who Q is, okay? So we don't know who he is, but we know for sure he's a patriot because that's how logic works. Now, the question is, I'm, I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to tell you, I don't know who Q is, but I'm just going to tell you about it because I think it's something worth listening to and paying attention to. OK, and the reason. So I never said I believe Q. I just said he was a patriot worth listening to. Totally different. Totally different. Hey, sometimes I just bring up patriots that should be listened to that I think are wrong. Because that's logic. I have a whole video about it. And anyway, so here's a spattern of times right in a row where somehow her brain just doesn't work at all. She cannot remember anything, folks. Man, good thing she don't smoke weed. For any of them? I do not remember. Not any of them? No. Okay. And... You spoke to some people about those demonstrations prior to being sworn in as a representative from the 14th District, right? I, I don't remember. And you spoke to some of those people 
after you took the oath on January 3rd and before the 6th, right? I don't remember. Um, did you speak to anybody in government about the fact that there were going to be demonstrations in Washington on January 6th? I don't remember. We were mostly reading information about election fraud and people signed uh, affidavits about what they'd witnessed with voter fraud and preparing to object. That was pretty much all I remember doing. Right, pr pretty much. But your testimony as you sit here today under oath is that you didn't talk to anybody in government about the fact that there were going to be large protests in Washington on January 6th. I don't remember. So anyway, it goes on even more. There's a whole nother minute. I don't remember. I don't remember. She can't remember anything. But then, folks, something miraculous happens. Suddenly, her lawyer gets up there, and her own lawyer starts asking her questions. And all of a sudden, she remembers everything. She knows dates and names and times. Her mind is all of a sudden a steel trap. You, you've already testified that you were on lockdown in the House chambers. Yes. And um, did you have an opportunity to do a video? Yes. And a tweet accompanying that video? Yes. Okay. And about what time did that occur on January 6th? I believe it was around 2.30 in the afternoon. And where were you when the video was, when you took the video? I was inside the house chamber and we had gone on lockdown and I, it was after I had learned that there had been some violence uh, outside the Capitol and someone had been shot and there uh, was just people that we were only told there were people inside the Capitol and I got very concerned because at that time I was confused. I was so confused. I was shocked. I'd never been in anything violent before, any kind of situation like that, and I was really scared. She was really scared. We saw the video. We saw you laughing. But holy shit, she remembers dates and times, exactly where she's at, this person, that person. Oh, need a bottle, whatever, whatever she just took, because that's like an Alzheimer's miracle cure right there. And then, folks, let me go. Oh, <laughs> then her lawyer, folks trying to use the fact that he's also Trump's lawyer to stop questions. Like, what the fuck? The fact that you're Trump's lawyer have anything to do with the questions asked to Marjorie Taylor Greene. So, of course, uh, the other lawyer cross-examining her shuts that shit down immediately, but holy fuck. You discuss that topic, the idea that there should be martial law declared in the United States prior to the inauguration of President Biden your Honor, I'm going to have to object. I actually represent the President of the United States, and that's covered by executive privilege. She, she can't get into any of this conversation. Executive privilege, she's not a member of the executive, and this counsel is here on her behalf, not on Mr. Trump's behalf, unless there's something I missed. It's not a proper objection, Your Honor. Yeah, it's not a proper objection. What the fuck did that do to anything? Just like, don't answer any of the questions, because Trump don't want you to. Hey, fuck Trump and fuck you. And then, folks, then we're moving into beyond parody. Uh, territory now how can this be real life but it is her lawyer got up there and cited a Ku Klux Klan member as justification for her calling for violence and instigating a riot on January 6th for instance a Ku Klux Klan leader quote advocated the duty 
necessity and propriety of crime, sabotage, violence, or other unlawful methods of terrorism as a means of accomplishing industrial or political reform. And, and the Supreme Court said that is protected First Amendment speech. That is not incitement. <laughs> Great example! Hey, what did Hitler have to say about it? Somebody look up Hitler! What did Mein Kampf have to say? Good Lord! How is this fucking real life? But it is, y'all! And, uh, but it should be no surprise whatsoever that her lawyer is citing the Ku Klux Klan because this is the woman who hangs out with Nick Fuentes, white nationalist hero who is back in the news. And this time, he's warning us about the army of black people and homosexuals who were going to round up and murder all us cracker whiteies. I can't say crack whiteies. Sorry. Sorry. Don't ban me. Don't ban me, YouTube. I know, uh, I know you're not supposed to say the C word. My bad. My bad. They're creating this mercenary army of uh, N-words and... Uh, All right, I'm going to stop right here. First off, I'm sort of just impressed that he said the N-word. He usually just says uh, it with the hard E-R at the end of it. So uh, is he evolving a little bit? Of uh, N-words and uh, homosexuals. That's the story for lack of a better expression. They're creating a mercenary army of uh, blacks, browns, um, you know, Hispanics, as well as uh, women and women? homos and trans people, trans people as part of some kind of equity initiative. And this is really sinister stuff. Yes. You know, a lot of people look at what's going on with the military and they go, wow, wokeism has even infected our military. Do you understand what they're doing? I mean, they're literally making a mercenary army of people that are going to obediently murder whites when the time comes. That's what this is about. Military, our volunteer military as an institution is largely supported by uh, whites, Southerners, Christians, all that. And they're trying to change that, just like everything else and for the same reason. You know, they're trying to put all these people on the companies to punish whites. They're putting all these people in the government to punish whites. And now they're putting all these new people in the military so that when the time comes for total Agenda 21, martial law, shoot all Christians in the head day for the government, you'll have all these people that'll do it. And that's what the, that's their end game. That's their end game, folks. Talking about oppression Olympics. Holy fucking shit, dude. I, I know I've never talked about this before. I don't like to mention it, but I live in an all-black neighborhood, and I can assure you, none of my neighbors are trying to kill me, okay? Easter Sunday, my neighbor came over and just out of the blue, brought me a big old plate of food, said, hey, my wife thought you might like this. Was good as shit. What the fuck? <laughs> just so hilarious. But man, this guy's doing so well. All the money he's making. Hanging out with Destiny. Destiny's giving him the rub. Helping Nick Fuentes become more famous than ever. Super cool, Destiny. Keep it up, douchebag. And, uh... Ha! <laughs> I have to laugh to keep from crying, folks. The racism is not even a little bit subtle. Here's uh, James Lindsay. Caption this and the filthy mass to a picture of AOC, to which he responds, You should deport me. Literally, the only reason, obviously, 
he is saying you should deport me is because she's not super white. Because she just looks a little bit ethnic. So, hey, who cares if she was raised and born in America? Who cares? Deport her. And the scary part about it, this is the guy making sure we can't teach racism in the school anymore. And it's working. It's working in this fucking trash country. It's horrifying. What have we become? And one more. That's the last one. Now we got a couple more. You guys remember the demon semen lady? This is the lady who Trump, as president, retweeted and gave a shout out saying she was very impressive. Here she is calling for the murder of doctors and nurses who treated COVID patients. You know, the heroes in the front line trying to make sure people live and don't suffer. Yeah, yeah, let's just uh, let's just hang them. It's important that we wake up, even as the Nuremberg you know, trials, you know, and many of these doctors and nurses and people, that they were, they were hung. You know, these mm-hmm. people, they were, because they... And they should hang them again. Yes. They should hang them again. We should hang them again. We should hang them again. God damn it. Shut up, Miss Cleo. I'm not going to call you now. Ah, dated. And folks, I talked about uh, the Governor Abbott of Texas and how he delayed all the trucks coming across from Mexico to basically slow down the economy, to make uh, inflation worse. And uh, apparently cost the United States $9 billion in just 10 days. Now, he's quit doing this. I guess he was pressured to quit doing this, but it cost Texas like $4.5 million alone. But the reason he was doing this is pretty obvious, folks. It's because he's a conservative, and it doesn't matter what he does. He's in Texas, and the dipshit conservatism in Texas are going to reelect him regardless of what the fuck he does. So... He can purposely harm the economy of the United States. And uh, he's going to get reelected anyway. And yeah, he might take some flack over it. But also, if the economy's worse, some people will blame Joe Biden, including some people who would have normally maybe voted for Democrats or Joe Biden. They will take blame for this, even if it's something caused by Greg Abbott. And since it doesn't cost him anything, Politically, he's going to get elected anyway, regardless of what he does. Who gives a shit? If he purposely hurts the United States, these fucking traitors will do anything for power. And he's going to get away with it because it's a goddamn trash fucking country in Florida. Speaking of which. So this whole thing is, uh, I want to say, bait and switch. People that read this article or read any of the articles put out about this are going to be misinformed. So it says Florida released four examples from math textbooks it rejected from public schools, but that's not what they did. They released uh, four examples that they claim came from other textbooks, not the textbooks that they banned. You guys might recall in the last show, I talked about Texas banned every math textbook except from the textbook from one publisher claiming all the other textbooks had CRT in them, that their math was racist, but they didn't give any examples. They're still not giving any examples, but what they did is they said, hey, these are not the books we banned, but these are other math books, and we're not going to give you the context or tell you what books they are, but some of our constituents sent these pictures into them, and these are examples similar to the books that we banned. So like I said, this is not even examples. But the people reading this, people reading all these articles, they're not going to know the difference. They're going to think of these are the actual examples from the books, even though they're not. But 
Let's take a look at these fucking examples anyway. There's no context behind them whatsoever, but apparently this one shows a bar graph. The differences among age groups as the implicit association test that measures levels of racial prejudice. Higher scores indicate stronger biases. So basically, it's just stating facts. Stating what an implicit associate test came up with, what the numbers were. Reality. That's all that was. Then there was another one. Uh, what, me, a racist? More than too many people have tested their racial prejudice using an online version of implicit associate test. Nothing to do with CRT whatsoever. Just a mention that racism exists is enough. Mentioning reality is enough. And the other example is even more ridiculous. This one says, students build proficiency with social awareness. Oh, no. Oh, no. As they practice with empathizing with their classmates. I can't believe you're trying to make students empathize with their classmates. Ban this immediately. And this example mentions social and emotional learning. So none of this has anything to do with CRT. And like I said, they're not actual examples. But they're using this to confuse people. Uh, And it'll work. It'll work. But I said on the last show that the reason I thought DeSantis was doing this was he's trying to eliminate all the other textbook producers, all the publishers, except for one of them. And the reason I thought he was doing that is because probably he had some kind of connection to that publisher. And uh, turns out, where the fuck is it? Here it is. Shockingly, I might have been right. I know it never happens. But occasionally, occasionally I get one right. Is GOP book banning about making money for one connected publisher? Uh, Yeah, yeah, it is. Apparently, uh, it was in the Carlisle Group, a global investment firm, acquired Accelerated Learning on December 20th, 2018. During that time, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin was the CEO of the firm. After 25 years for the company, Youngkin resigned in 2020 to run for office in Virginia. So it's his good, fan, fe- good friend, fellow governor, Glenn Youngkin, who has direct ties to the one publisher that DeSantis is using. So, shocker! Called it corruption all the way up, but conservatives are never held accountable for anything they do, so what do they give a shit? And then, today I believe, DeSantis passed that bill that would uh, revoke Disney's special government status that allows them to have uh, their own like mini government control over certain parts of their theme park. And it turns out, uh, apparently, it's going to cost Florida $1 billion. But who gives a shit? By the time any of this kicks in, DeSantis will probably have already run for president, win or lost, and he doesn't give a shit if it hurts the people of Florida because he knows you dumb motherfuckers won't hold him accountable in any goddamn way for this. So, suffer, assholes. I hope you bankrupt your whole fucking state. Idiots. And last up, Man, like this was almost put in the what the fuck section, but I only put it here because it has to do with Ron DeSantis. But uh, it's hard to believe when you can find a Republican that's actually talking like Republicans used to talk like. Republicans have changed so much in just the last few years. They are the antithesis, almost the exact opposite of everything they used to claim to stand for. You know, stay out of the way of uh, what corporations are doing, what businesses are doing, just all of it. Free speech, all of it, all the way down the line. And she's calling Ron DeSantis out, and she's actually telling the truth here, at least from a conservative viewpoint. And it's just wild to hear one of them actually talk like they used to talk. 
This is Trump's former lawyer, Jenna Ellis. Speech by corporations on policies, whether they're for or against anything that any of us agree with, absolutely have the right to participate in a conversation, lobby their government, make statements, and do all of the things that everyone is allowed to do, whether or not we personally agree or disagree with that corporate statement. Do we really want the government to have a precedent that it can retaliate against a corporation because it doesn't like a statement that that corporation makes against legislation that the government is advocating for? That would have disastrous consequences. That would have a chilling effect on speech. And we know that the state of Florida is retaliating against Disney directly for the statement against the parental rights and education bill because the state of Florida has admitted it. Yeah, but Republicans don't stand for anything they used to anymore. Now they love Putin. They love Russia more than the United States. They hate democracy, want to install dictators. And yes, use the government to club to death anybody who says anything they don't like. But believe me, folks, it's not cancel culture when they do it. What they're doing to Disney, not cancel culture, because Republicans are incapable of it. And all right, cool. That's my chud watch. Let's see what the uh, Super Chats have to say. Hit the like button, fuckos. Do it. Low-key 4chan is the rights political policy petri dish. True story. Uh, I'm positive some Republican strategist is there nightly to get their daily talking points. Hell yeah. I spend a lot of time on 4chan too, unfortunately, but only in the porn section. I'm not like some weirdo that reads the politics. Only the gross grandma porn, but it's pretty good for that. Fat Linda hooks. Uh, don't call yourself Fat Linda. Dollar, appreciate it. Good to see you tonight. Marginal Trailer Grease. That is a good nickname for MTG. Dusty, I love you. Love the show. Hey, love you, Stabby Kitten. Good to see you. All right, cool. Last chance to get your super chat. If you want to, if you're able, hit the like button. And now, going to do one hero in honor of uh, David Bowie. Oh, did I say David Bowie? Who the fuck is David Bowie? Uh, Billy Bowie? I don't know. One of those guys. Heroes! So I'm going to play this whole video. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. This came out, uh, this is like last week or so. It's 419. So it's a few days old. But uh, superhero Senator Alana Thies, one of the uh, recent people to be accused of being a pedophile, a groomer for Senate for Gay Rights, and uh, just stood up for herself, spoke beautifully, spoke eloquently. Longer video than I used to like to play. It's almost five minutes. But anyway, let's have a listen. Thank you, Mr. President. I didn't expect to wake up yesterday to the news that the senator from the 22nd district had overnight accused me by name of grooming and sexualizing children in an email fundraising for herself. So I sat on it for a while wondering why me? And then I realized because I am the biggest threat to your hollow, hateful scheme. Because you can't claim that you are targeting marginalized kids in the name of, quote, parental rights if another parent is standing up to say no. So then what? Then you dehumanize and marginalize me. You say that I'm one of them. You say she's a groomer. She supports pedophilia. She wants children to believe that they were responsible for slavery and to feel bad about themselves because they're white. Well, here's a little bit of background about who I really am. 
Growing up, my family was very active in our church. I sang in the choir. My mom taught CCD. One day, our priest called a meeting with my mom and told her that she was not living up to the church's expectations and that she was disappointing. My mom asked why. Among other reasons, she was told it was because she was divorced and because the priest didn't see her at mass every Sunday. So where was my mom on Sundays? She was at the soup kitchen with me. My mom taught me at a very young age that Christianity and faith was about being part of a community, about recognizing our privilege and blessings and doing what we can to be of service to others, especially people who are marginalized, targeted, and who had less often unfairly. I learned that service was far more important than performative nonsense like being seen in the same pew every Sunday or writing Christian in your Twitter bio and using that as a shield to target and marginalize already marginalized people. I also stand on the shoulders of people like Father Ted Hesburgh, the longtime president of the University of Notre Dame, who was active in the civil rights movement, who recognized his power and privilege as a white man, a faith leader, and the head of an influential and well-respected institution and who saw black people in this country being targeted and discriminated against and beaten and reached out to lock arms with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. when he was alive, when it was unpopular and risky and marching alongside them to say, we've got you to offer protection and service and allyship to try to right the wrongs and fix injustice in the world. So who am I? I am a straight, white, Christian, married, suburban mom who knows that the very notion that learning about slavery or redlining or systemic racism somehow means that children are being taught to feel bad or hate themselves because they are white is absolute nonsense. No child alive today is responsible for slavery. No one in this room is responsible for slavery. But each and every single one of us bears responsibility for writing the next chapter of history. Each and every single one of us decides what happens next and how we respond to history and the world around us. We are not responsible for the past. We also cannot change the past. We can't pretend that it didn't happen or deny people their very right to exist. I am a straight, white, Christian, married, suburban mom. I want my daughter to know that she is loved, supported, and seen for whoever she becomes. I want her to be curious, empathetic, and kind. People who are different are not the reason that our roads are in bad shape after decades of disinvestment or that healthcare costs are too high or that teachers are leaving the profession. I want every child in this state to feel seen, heard, and supported, not marginalized and targeted because they are not straight, white, and Christian. We cannot let hateful people tell you otherwise to scapegoat and deflect from the fact that they are not doing anything to fix the real issues that impact people's lives. And I know that hate will only win if people like me stand by and let it happen. So I want to be very clear right now. Call me whatever you want. I hope you brought in a few dollars. I hope it made you sleep good last night. I know who I am. I know what faith and service means and what it calls for in this moment. We will not let hate win. Yeah, that makes me want to cry too, bring a tear to my eye. Uh, that was um, Senator Mallory McMorrow. Did I call her something wrong? I think I might have caught her the wrong. I, 
Oh, I, I caught her. I caught her Lanathias. That's the woman that accused her of grooming. Sorry, I caught her by her enemy. My bad. Senator Mallory McMorrow. More of that, please. That's some true fucking hero shit. And the fact that we see so little of this, though, that's what the discouraging part is. We need a million of her. Zero MTGs. And all right. Let's go ahead and jump into a very short segment I like to call What the Fuck? And first off, on What the Fuck? So, folks, this next video is a, a very relatable. It's like something I think all of us have gone through in our lives. Have you ever been sitting at home and then your wife calls you and she says, you got to come pick me up at the zoo and you're terrified of your wife because she's mean as shit. So uh, you're hammered, of course, because you're married to a ridiculous, horrible shrew. But you're like, OK, well, I got to go pick up my wife at the zoo and the kids or else she's going to yell at me. So you're driving to the zoo, but there's been a car accident. So there's a lot of police there and they have one of the lanes of traffic blocked off so you're hammered so you drive all the way up to the back of the police car and you almost run into it of course we all have done that right and then the cop is like what are you doing you're trying to kill me and so uh, you're like i just gotta go pick up my wifey kid and the cop's like you gotta give me your fucking license and registration so you just zoom off and don't give the cop anything but for some reason you turn around and do a u-turn and come right back towards the cops because that's the entrance way to the zoo and you gotta pick up your wife because she'll get mad at you and yell at you and the cops see you do the u-turn and come back at them and they're like what the crazy square is motherfucker doing and they run up to you they're like stop your car you just hit me and you ran off and asked for your license and you're like oh and you freak out and you drive off anyway and almost hit him again but you don't like drive off anywhere that makes you safe you drive into the parking lot of the zoo and then you get out of your car and get tased by the police of course we've all been there we've all done that so uh, let's watch this very relatable video pull over stop what are you doing i'm trying to get my wife and kids Okay, and you think that trying to kill somebody is the way to do that? Give me your driver's license. Give me your driver's license. I'm asking for your driver's license. He's I asked. He said he's going to the zoo. Hey, watch out. Don't let him kill somebody. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Hey man, get out of here, go ahead, go up. Stop. 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 No. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You almost hit a trooper. It's ridiculous, but we've all done it. Yep. 
I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I've been there, buddy. I've been there. And one, <laughs> oh, yeah. And nine charges, including felony. Yeah, this is how this ended. Uh, how it started, how it's going. Nine charges, including felony for a man tased at Columbus Zoo last week. Apparently, he was drunk and, uh, <laughs> didn't go well for him. Driving under the influences, free to comply, inducing panic, misconduct, Mark Lane's violations, all of it. Bad life decisions. And his wife must be scary. I wonder if he's married to Jada Pinkett. And one more, folks. Speaking of what the fuck. Holy shit. So this is a Fox News host. Very popular Fox News host. Jesse Waters. Going to talk about how he tricked his wife into dating him by letting the air out in her tires. Holy shit, this is creepy. When I was trying to get Emma to date me, uh, first thing I did, I uh, let the air out of her tires. She couldn't go anywhere. She needed a lift. I said, hey, you need a lift? She copped right Does in the car. Does she know this story? No, she doesn't know this story. Does she <laughs> watch the show? Yikes. Jesse, Jesse Jr. does. Show? You're basically the Zodiac killer. <laughs> it has a happy ending. Really? Oh, yes, we're oh, Did you really do that? Is that the first time you did it, or did you use that before? Uh, it works like a charm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford joins us. So, uh, folks, if you come out in your car's tires don't have any air in it, and somebody offers you a ride, run from that motherfucker. Holy shit, that's some creepy-ass shit right there, dude. Damn. And all right, folks, one more. This is kind of a palate cleanser. Prepare to be cleansed, my children. And this is from Ali Satisfying. And I only included this because uh, while I was watching this video, this is a video of a person putting on a new floor. I guess they're painting on this protective floor on the concrete. And as I was watching this video, which is very soothing somehow, I had a question. Probably the same question a lot of you are having right now. How the fuck is he not leaving footprints behind? As he's walking on that. Not a fucking single footprint left behind, but he's clearly able to smear it all over the floor. But the reason I included that is because discovering the truth about the questions you have is very satisfying. And apparently how this is happening is he's wearing special shoes that have little spikes in them. And so when he lifts his foot up, it's creating little holes that immediately fill in with a liquid substance. So it doesn't leave footprints or holes at all. So super cool. Doesn't that make you feel good to learn new things? I knew it would. You are cleansed, my children. And hell yeah, folks. That's my show. Cleats. Yeah, don't. Shh. All you smart motherfuckers know before I did. I didn't know. But I was happy to find out. If you love me, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com front slash podcast. There's a link in the description of this video. I know it's a pain in the ass to put in your credit card information. I know. I know. I get it. But like, uh, help, help, help. So I can continue to do the show forever and ever because I love doing it and hang out with you guys. And uh, you had me at sexy. You are sexy, Jason Aspie. And, my buddy, e, what's up, e? That mouse is going to kick this ass. I hope so. Like, I don't have any faith in humanity anymore, so I, I am not as optimistic. But I hope you're right, E. Love you, buddy. Selena says, I love you, you sexy beast. You rock that gray hair. Hell yeah. Silver Fox. Oh! I'm not here yet. Anyway, for the furries. All right, well, I'll see you when you are here. Thank you for joining us. All right, cool. And I saw that Fat Linda said that being fat as a lesbian is a compliment. So cool. You go, you sexy fat lesbian Jew then. 
And all right, folks. Uh, I don't. I have just a very little bit of kitty treats. I know I said I would get you guys. I would go get some kitty treats, but I almost feel bad about doing this because uh, because there's just so few kitty treats in here, and the cats are about to hate me. But uh, I'm about to get their hopes up, and I'm about to cock tease them. But anyway, here we go for the kitty party, kitty party. I'm sorry, cats. This is all there is. I will go get more. I will go get more later. I will go get more. All right, let's do shut up real quick. This is a uh, penguin, violet, pretty boy over here, half stash. This is Misty, and you can't see over there, but it's Miss Cece. And that too showed up to the kitty party tonight. Rock! Love me some cats, and thank you for everybody for supporting the show, because it's you, it is you, you fucking heroes, who helped me to do this and rescue all these cats. So thank you for another successful kitty party. Folks, gonna be back on Monday, probably. I'll probably be back on Monday. No promises, but we'll see what the fuck happens. So uh, be sure to tell all your friends about the show. Be sure to like the video, subscribe, leave comments. Leaving comments is a great way to tell the algorithm that you love me and you care about what the fuck I think and you help spread the show, so do it. Leave a comment if you're watching the video on replay. That would be very much appreciated. I will see you guys on Monday. You guys have a good weekend out there. Do something fun and think of me as usual. As always, till next time, logic, fuck to the yes. All right, folks, we're going to play a little bit of uh, this video to play us out. This is uh, Cheers, You're an Atheist, a song me and John Rhines put out 10 years ago, back when I was big in the atheist community. See you guys on Monday. Oh, thanks for another fun time, Dusty, and y'all, hell yeah. Thank you, Joe Perry. And at the last minute, you need a cash app, dude. Man, I'm too old for cash app. I need to get one, though. You're right. I am out of the loop on that. Thank you guys for getting under the under the hammer. Love the shit out of you. See you guys Monday. Cheers, you're an atheist. I know it. You feel like you're alone, but you're not. There's a lot of us out there, you know. What happened to my ass? I used to have a nice ass. Look at that flat ass. What the fuck, Dusty? Embarrassing. There are other ones out there that have your back. You did it, my friend. Even with them all in your ear and sounding sincere, you realized they kept you in fear when something was wrong. But nothing you just couldn't believe. But God will sacrifice himself with good intentions indeed. They told you don't look, but you knew there was more than this book. A whole world full of knowledge would take more than a look. And you read it all. Charles Darwin plus others involved. They helped you overstand the fact that your community wrong. Communion and all for a God is morally wrong. How could you sacrifice yourself for some people not born? Free as a bird. Feel it when you relinquish the curse of never getting all the credit but put make believe first out of the matrix ironic how it feels so amazing and you will start your whole what the fuck life. am i it's doing gateway to satan don't believe it because i promise this the gateway to make it because you steady doing work while everybody else praying killing and shooting kamikaze and burning up witches so many religions everybody is burning up bridges in the name of what god when he acting like bitches the greatest being of all time requires begging and wishes sacrifices on a mountain think you killing your children right when you're ready he laughs and says i'm fucking bullshitting narcissistic i don't get it but they thinking that's good contradictions want to hear them i don't mind if i would eye for an eye to me it means they fucking with you go fuck on them back and get whatever they got from you turn the other cheek of course it means they fucking with you just leave them alone and let them keep what they got from you i'm really confused if not then this god is confused perfect my ass he doesn't even know what to do but men who fuck boys try to tell you it's true don't believe you they convince you that the problem is you they want to kill a man who loves a man and tell you it's cool because the video is 2013 and told him it's cool i say fuck
off the mall and let you know I'm standing with you. You never alone as long as you searching for truth. Throw up the L sign and grab your wine. We toasting the knowledge and surround yourself with atheists until the glass touches. On the count of three, what could we scream? I'm thinking of something. Oh, I get it. Ready, Dusty? Thank mm-hmm. you.